0: Have you
1: ever hated a rule? Rules, as a product of ensuring the effective functioning of human society, are ubiquitous. Most of them are valid, but they are, after all, made by humans. So there are bound to be flaws. Studying on a different language and cultural environment, international students are more likely to encounter the unfortunate and ridiculous moments when they are trans by rules. This is a story about international students tripping over and fighting against rules.
0: Rules formed me a triangular cage that shackled me in the middle. I couldn't go anywhere.
1: Aile posted this sentence on her WeChat moments. At a time, she was anxiously awaiting the outcome of her visa. Aideo Wang was an international student who was supposed to enroll at the University of Melbourne in July. Now let's go back to Aideo's black June and into her story of tripping over and fighting against rules. In Tianjin, China, where heavy rains have been falling for a few days, Ido was at home. Picking her bags for studying overseas, but an email
0: arrived, and derailed everything. I got my notice from immigration department. They required me to take a sputum culture. They said my interpulmonary pleura was thickened, so I need to do a further e- examination.
1: Sputum culture. I searched it on the website of Australia Immigration Department. The information shows that sputum culture is an additional medical examination before getting visa. This means Ida will miss her school starting date.
0: It was too inhuman. Did not consider my studies and all potential problems. Any medical checkup in my adult life has showed me to be in perfect health. After received this notice, I went to at least three hospitals. Every doctor in every hospital told me my lungs are healthy. My lungs are sick from having pneumonia as a child. But they are not risk for infectious diseases. So why am I having such tests and delaying my studies?
1: Aileo then submitted her chest x ray documents to the immigration department. However, she didn't get any
0: replies. I have to wait at least 60 days. It's been a hard 60 days for me. Aido learned that the
1: Immigration Department decision was unshakable. She started to look for a breakthrough on the school side. know trying to defer her offer to next year, but the clock ticked to 28th of June. <laughs> on the 28th June, the top news in the Global Education world must be the QS World University Rankings 2024. The University of Melbourne's ranking jumped to number 4th, and with it, the bar for admissions was rest. Moreover, the program to which Eileo have applied ensured a strict use. Any deferrals will not be accepted. But Eileo still trying to get a deferral.
0: I sent many emails to different schools department. I think a subjective default, such as wanting to think about it for another six months, should of course be rejected as it's a waste of the school's resources. But I was shackled by another rule. I didn't have any other way. I could only ask the school to give me some leniency, because the reasons that lead me to default are all external."
1: Ultimately, an email from graduate admissions declined Elio's efforts of failing.
0: Dear Alio,
1: the faculty has gone back to us. It will not be possible to defer your current offer to semester 1, 2024. You will have to reapply. Kind regards. Miles. Admissions officer. No matter what the reason, Ilo's major cannot allow to defer offer. However, things seem to be turning around again.
0: I've almost given up as I researched the school's rules and regulations again. I found the due delivery course.
1: Due delivery course. According to Handbook of University of Melbourne, the Due Deliver course provides an online course for students who are not in Australia, as well as on course with the same content. If Adele has been able to take the Due Deliver course, she would not have delined her studies and would have been able to meet the requirements of the Immigration Department.
0: I thought I was finally getting my affairs in order as there were due delivery courses I could enroll in. I contacted many tutors and asked them if I could choose the online classes. They all said it was fine. I also contacted many departments at a school. Some of them replied that I could choose three online courses.
1: But a new email The last reply from the school crushed her hopes. Dear Alio, According to a new requirement for student visa holders, you must take at least one in-person course each semester. Furthermore, if you are unable to start your course in July 2023, you will need to submit a new application. Kind regards, Bridget, Future Student Center.
0: On my way to trying to go to school normally, it seems like, as I go down this road, one road trounces me. As I go down that road, another road trounces me. Immigration department rules, schools rules, international student management rules. These rules formed our triangular cage that shackled me in the middle. I couldn't go anywhere.
1: I'll say the sentence again at the end of the interview. Our story is unfinished. She may be the extremely real, unlucky one among international students, but her anger, resentful and helplessness at being bound by Jews is universal. Why quite now? I still think it's a bit ridiculous. This is Luna Liu, an international student at the University of Morgan who was confronted with two contradictory rules in her first semester, which made it impossible for her to achieve the study plan. I worked to stop one to ask for help, and the staff said I had to go offline because I was already in Melbourne. He told me to email my course coordinator and attach a picture of my visa. But the reply I got was, you know, I could only pick up the offline course after someone withdraws the class. But no, know, uh, it's a compulsory course. After talking with the instructor of the course, Luna now attends the class in person every week. Even though her course system still shows that she is enrolled an online course, she doesn't think this unusual status will affect her grants, but she still wants to change it. I want to know who has responsibility to this issue. On September 19, Luna attended an open forum hosted by the Graduate Student Union with her question, and the advice she received was to continue to communicate with appropriate officers. This is a response from Efra that Luna recorded. Efra is an education officer in the forum.
2: And if- uh, you have concerns about um, again, international students and you're being treated in a way, or there are like some rules around that. You can talk to the international uh, officer here. We like have international officer, research officer, postdoc officer. So, if you have uh, concerns about coursework, so the research person, so the rep counselors, so talk to them,
0: email them you don't feel like a-
1: After talking to these international students who feel offended by rules, I interviewed Max Hollering, who is a lecturer in social policy at the University of Melbourne. And I wanted to know how rules are made. How are rules changed when someone feels offended?
2: It depends. I mean, there's there's some rules that I think are easy to reform, um, but then a lot of these rules they take an entire social movement to change them.
1: That was Max's answer. I was a bit disappointed. I had thought I was going to get a definitive answer. But rules are indeed such a complex issue, which makes it impossible to give a one size fits all answer. And that's where case studies shines. Max discussed two specific cases in the long history of mankind. And now, Let's turn the clock back again. Now, we're standing in a 20th century university, a place where we can see both rapidly and slowly changing rules.
2: So, you know, some expectations, for instance, you know, in the... um 1960s and 70s in europe you couldn't have men and women living in the same dormitory buildings together and people said, look we're adults why can't we live together or people like have a partner and they want to live with them and they really pushed very hard there was huge protests um, so you know some of the rules they change um, fairly quickly
1: the construction of coordinational dormitories was based on that there are both male and female students in the schools. But women have not always been a role in the schools. And in fact, it takes generation to bring women to university to receive an equal education.
2: But yeah, there's a lot of social expectations um, that have changed, you know, that it was just, um, you know, a couple generations ago that most women didn't go to university. Um, and you go into a room, and it would only be men. That's you know, that's a dramatic change that's happened. Students who were quite active about that reform. Um, but you know, it's not, it happened slowly and societal expectations are constantly changing.
1: Now let's turn the clock back to the end of 2022. When a large number of marches against the counter policies emerged after the Australian government declared the end of the epidemic.
2: So I'll never forget, I remember I was, um, I was at a bar and I was uh, next to Parliament and I was on the roof of the bar and I was, um, you know, like having a beer and watching the protesters. And there was like thousands and thousands of them. And I was like, hmm, this is odd because there was a time for over a year Bars were closed, restaurants were closed. But now, like, if you wanted to go back to regular life and go eat in a restaurant, you could. And I was like, "But it's so strange that they're protesting now." So I think it took a while for people's anger to reach this point, and then they were upset about the rules.
1: Behind this, is a relationship between the individual and the government.
2: You know, I think there's a wider level of grievance, and I think people have this idea of the government overreach and there was something about the vaccines where there was a level of like intimacy where it's something that's actually going into your body and they don't want the state to be able to say I'm putting this or that into my body um, and I think people get you know very there's a sense of which like the body is a kind of sacred space and they don't want the state involved.
1: We examine the dialogue between the individual and the institution whether it's a company or a march something deeper is revealed.
2: You see some big class differences i think everyone in sociology we talk a lot about how some people who are really educated and who have really good professions they are creative with the rules and they find new rules they find different ways i mean look at taxes for instance like you're supposed to just pay your taxes but many people have creative interpretations of how to pay their taxes um, and they kind of try to find new rules so there's a level at which when people are highly educated they kind of know how to work the system. I think some people who are less educated and less wealthy, they oftentimes have, they get like, no, the answer is no. And they have less recourse to do things, um, to challenge the system. So oftentimes it's it's people who um, institutions, they feel like have really failed them because they don't feel like they have a lot of capacity to, to, work with the institution to find a solution because you know that capacity takes time it often takes money and it takes education and people who don't have those things i think usually have a more adversarial relationship
1: after talking with max i began to consider what we could do when we are chances by Jews. professional perspective in deep thinking are more often likely to push for real change. Just as most governments trust experts more than ordinary people, but direct anger is not infertile. Aileo's aggravation, Luna's sense of ridiculous, are likewise pushing the route to change in a more reasonable direction. When I walked out of anything you a strike march was taking place on the school sounds law. I didn't know the context in which they were striking, but I heard their slogans and felt their discontent and appeals. Today's topic is Jew, which have befallen us from the moment we are born. Children follow the rules set by their parents. Students follow the rules set by their schools, workers follow the rules set by their companies, and citizens follow the laws set by the country. Certainly, we can't expect it all rules are be perfect, but I think we can trust that we are usually moving in a good direction. Someday, when we are trapped over a cage like the one Aileo faced, All we have to do is speak up and fight for our rights.